media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, as you know, every Sunday around this time, uh, we profile, it's slightly earlier normally, in fact, we profile a company, uh, eye on the company, find out exactly who they are. So you know the who, what, when, where, why of all of that, right? Uh, and at this time, it's the chance of uh, Habari Media. So Wayne Bishop is with me, the MD of Habari Media. Wayne, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning. How are you, Ashraf? Very good indeed. So, so let me put it this way to you. My first experience, you know, since I hosted this media show a couple of years back uh, with Habari Media, is all about Facebook. Is it, is it still so connected, Habari and Facebook and selling for them in this it's country? Not, it's not, no, it's not as connected. We still, obviously, as a, as a digital media sales house, uh, sell for Facebook and represent amongst others, but it's not exclusive anymore, and no one has exclusive rights for Facebook anymore. We did have it for about four or five years till August uh, last year, but as you know, they've opened up to self-service, so... Pretty much everyone has a has a go at it, but we uh, we focus on a lot of other platforms right now. Okay, so what what then in fact does Habari Media do? At our core, we're a digital media sales house, and essentially international, local publishers come to us. We represent them exclusively to the market, and we put advertisers in touch with audiences. So we go to ad agencies, to clients, and we bring these great you know platforms to them. Mm. We have monetize them for the Okay, but, but but the key one here is sales linked to social media, right? Uh, well, we have several. Or, or digital, well, it's yeah. not just social. We look at social media platforms. With us, and we we saw the Twitter. We've got LinkedIn, which is a social media business platform. We obviously have tools so we can uh, utilize Facebook to reach audiences, but it's broader than just social media. All right, and if, if I go back then to to the company history, when did you guys start? Like two thousand four, two thousand six? Is that right? Well, it's, we just had, in February, our 10th anniversary, so pretty much the same age as uh, Facebook. It's uh, worth a little bit less than Facebook, but <laughs> we're 10 years old. We started in 2004 by a dynamic gentleman called Adrian Hewlett. We set up the company's bedroom in Cape Town, and that was to represent MSN back in the sort of dark days of so-called new media. Um, and from there, the company's been you know, growing in leaps and bounds, and uh, recently we were, just, we were acquired in December by the Caxon Group. All right, so, so it's interesting, I mean, when Adrian started the company, what was his vision at that time? Of course, you were not involved, I understand that, right? But wh- why was he so certain, maybe he wasn't, uh, of the possible success of Habari at that time? Yeah, he set it up, uh, he saw a, a sort of gap in the market to represent uh, Microsoft's MSN online. He said, look, it was a really hard sell, and he, he had this belief that you know, this is the way of the future, if we set this up... Uh, I can grow from MSN to other platforms. He had no idea where it would take him and how big it would become. Um, it was a time when I was sort of in traditional media, and I was probably looking at guys like Adrian going, what a loser. What do you think he's going to achieve with this? You know, I'm in TV and radio. This is where it's all at. So it's quite amusing that I'm now in that, in that space now. But, uh, you know, it's been an amazing ride. So, so let's then go, you know, fast forward to, to what's just happened, the Caxton takeover. Uh, why, how significant, what impact will that make? Well, for us, it makes us a sustainable business. It gives us uh, access, obviously, to the, the sort of Caxton powerhouse. I mean, there's so many companies within that group that we can now start looking at synergies with. It's for early days. That, you know, we've just sort of got into that uh, relationship, but there are obvious synergies with some key platforms in the group, which I won't mention right now, that we can now bring out under our fold and then, you know, take it to, to market quite quickly. Plus, what we can do as well, what we are doing, is adding value across the Caxton, Caxton Group in terms of our knowledge of digital, our ad operations knowledge, you know, across the board. So we're looking at, uh, obviously, a full digital strategy for, for the Caxton Group.
Mm. Which which means what? I mean, from a Caxton point of view, did they see a weakness in their own digital strategy and therefore uh, taking over a company like Habari will, will bring it in-house immediately? Well, I think, yeah. Essentially, guys like Caxton, there were other big sort of uh, um, groups looking at us as well. Instead of trying to you know build up your own capability internally and spend lots and lots of cash doing it, well, they look out there for the guys doing it already really well, have a, a core in digital, understand it well, bring them on board, and... Uh, can accelerate and, and, and kind of leapfrog the rest of the guys out there. So it makes perfect sense from a, a group like from Caxon's point of view. Mm. Now, okay, so m- moving ahead, how do you see then the company, I'm talking of Habari specifically, because obviously the brand Habari would remain, right? Yeah, that's that's the key thing. There were a lot of questions that happened, both from my own internal staff and externally, what happens to Habari Media? And the one thing we, we, we've said in the acquisition and has been reiterated from the top down, and Terry Moorman himself, is that the biomedia will stay separate, will be independent in its own right. We're not going to touch the sort of, you know, secret sauce, the flavor. We are still a biomedia. Nothing changes. The only difference is we now have access to a much broader group. We can look at, uh, you know, assets and platforms within the sort of Caxon group to, to bring on board. But, uh, you know, just to bring us into a big, much bigger family. Well, bigger family certainly is. Let's then talk about the... The successes of, of Habari Media uh, over the years, I mean, the, the big success stories. Uh, maybe maybe let's start with awards. I mean, talk, talk about the big awards that you guys have won. Yeah, well, look, that's one thing. When I came on board in 2011, we had won the 2010 uh, DMA Bookmarks Best Digital Sales Team Award. Then in uh, 20, uh, 2012, we won the most awards, which are the Media Owners Awards Best Digital Sales Team Award. We came fifth overall, which I was delighted with because that puts you up against all the big giants that you know many of them I've worked with over the years and then last year we won the we won the BBC um, best digital representative award and that's out of 40 countries and that was in London that was hugely inspiring because you kind of come from Africa thinking you know well let's see how good we really are and you're up against companies from Sweden Ireland Argentina Turkey Indonesia around the world and you know we we, we sort of beat them all at that and then we also won the LinkedIn uh, Partner Award last year, um, also out of Latin America and EMEA from our LinkedIn partner in London. And that resulted in a fantastic trip for a couple of us with LinkedIn to San Francisco, to uh, to Mountain, Mountain View, to the head office there, which was unbelievable. Okay, I need to talk about the success of LinkedIn some other time. But w- yeah. what then makes, you know, gives gives Habari Media the edge in in what is increasingly becoming a very competitive industry. So if you go back to 2004, when, when Adrian started it, yes, as you said, he must be crazy. Uh, but then more and more crazier people started companies just like that. So clearly you have competitors now, right? What, what gives you the edge then? Yeah, because there's a huge amount of competition. Just in one year, there's probably double, there's probably double as many companies you know, representing different uh, platforms and you know, trying to sell media across it. What gives us the edge, there's a couple of things. One, the core of what gives us the edge are our people. It's always about the people in this sort of business, about the intellectual capital you have in, inside the, the building, which I'll talk to in a moment. And secondly, we have great brands. You know, when you can open doors with great brands, national brands like BBC.com and LinkedIn, or local brands like Autotrader and you know, MTV and, uh, and others, it, it just opens doors for us. But the key, what we've done to differentiate ourselves, and the key bit is to say, right, what's everyone else not doing? And no one is taking real data insights and taking it to market and helping the sort of markets understand the consumer a lot better. There, there's tons of data out there. We're all sort of time poor and, and, and data rich. 
We've got a, I've got a fantastic director, a guy called Byron John, who's our innovations and, and insights director. He's developed a tool called Storyteller. And this is something which takes, which takes basically AMP's data and effective measure data, and it uh, helps you unpack and understand the brand from the bottom up. And this is, we, we released it to the market last year at our, our Bush uh, Twangi, which is a kind of a digital symposium we do every year. And it's just garnered such huge uh, support and you know, acknowledgement for the industry. That's the game changer for us. When we go see marketers, we unpack their brands using the storyteller tool and help them understand their brands across all media types, not just digital. It's how that consumer interacts and engages with different you know, marketing and media types. So that's a big game changer for us. Mm. Now, let's then talk about the clients you, you're dealing, you know, you're acting on behalf of. You mentioned LinkedIn earlier on, but let's say South African brands that, that you now uh, do work for. We represent uh, the To Go, which is a, a, a mobile social media um, um, platform. We represent um, The Hub, which is a brilliant cycling um, website with over 100,000. We've got Auto Trader, which is a biggie for us and does exceptionally well. Auto Trader Code on ZA. Uh, MTV Networks, so that's all their, their stuff from MTV base across the board. Awful Women, which is an excellent uh, platform targeting women. There's Health Bars in there, there's Just Money. Um, so there's quite a few South African uh, platforms in there. And, and Adrian, is he still with you guys? Adrian is no longer involved with the company. It was 100% uh, uh, sellout on the 1st of December. We obviously still work together because Machine Agency, which is Adrian's agency, which is done exceptionally well, mm. is our, our lead agency for Habari Media. So, for example, um, when we produce our iconic calendar, which you may or may not have seen over the last few years, uh, the Habari calendar, mm. Machine mm. produces that for us and develops it. And last year won a Lurie Award, probably won a Lurie Award this year as well. So we're still our lead agency, so we still work together closely with Adrian. He's focusing on machine agency now. That's his baby. And uh, we're obviously still friends. We, we sort of live together in the same building, as it were, for now, for the next couple of months. So we find our own spaces. But uh, Adrian, Adrian's uh, done a brilliant job, and now he's uh, working on machine agency. Okay, pretty uh, interesting. So the machine working in action from uh, Habari to machine and everything else in between. And, and uh, <laughs> well done. Good chatting to you, to you guys. That's the team from Habari. We look forward to seeing in further successes in the future. Wayne Bischoff, thanks so much for your time, all right? Wayne is the Thank MD of uh, Habari Media. Now, um,